Hey guys, happy Travel Tuesday. This is the one with the Places We Travel podcast. And this week, while we are gearing up to spring break vacations, we're gonna be chatting about cruises. As a cruise happy family, I have cruised on four different cruise lines and have been on 10 cruises so far, with my 11th cruise coming up on the Disney Cruise Line aboard the Disney Dream. This week, I have my oldest daughter, Topanga, on with me. We are gonna be chatting about our different cruises and sharing stories and tips from our favorite cruise lines to which ones we think are the best for spring break and for families. Hey, my name's Topanga, and my first cruise was 16 years ago on the Disney Wonder, celebrating my sixth birthday. Since then, I have cruised on an MSC cruise and a Carnival cruise. Which cruise experience out of the six cruises that you've been on do you think is your favorite, Topanga? Probably the Disney cruise that we took with Heidi and um, Dad a few years ago. That one's really great. What we did was, in 2013, we took a cruise with my best friend and her daughter so there was more of us on that cruise. I will say cruising with a group is a lot of fun and we were able to bond with your friends and when there's more people on the cruise I think that we could do separate activities but still do something with someone. So I know half of our group went snorkeling when the other half relaxed on the beach and you weren't ever by yourself because everybody could buddy up. Exactly and I feel like you make more memories that way and you're able to document more because there's more people to take pictures with. Now I know which cruise experience was your favorite but which cruise line do you think is your favorite to sell on so far? Probably Disney. I love Disney so much and I feel like you are just you get so much experience with between the food and the shows and the great staff. You get so much with it. Disney really does make things magical. They're known for their parks and their movies and their entertainment, but their cruise line is so top-notch. I mean, even just compared to all of the other cruises that we've taken and we have sailed on Carnival, Royal Caribbean, MSC Cruises, and Disney's. And with Disney, we've actually taken, what, three of their ships? I know the Disney Magic, the Disney Wonder, and the Disney Dream. We have not sailed on the Fantasy ship yet. But out of those, every time we've gone on a Disney cruise, the experience is just top-notch. The customer service, the food, it's so nice. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who haven't taken Disney cruises, they hear Disney and they think, oh, just for kids. But there is something for everybody of all ages. I mean, they really go above and beyond to make everybody have such a great experience on their cruise and it is just it's amazing and I would go even as an adult with no kids by myself and then take my kids eventually like it it's just it's great yeah dad jokes all the time and says can we just take a Disney cruise do we have to take the kids (laughs) (laughs) and you know there's also positives about the other cruise lines too so we do still book cruises with them like me and my husband we go on carnival cruises because they're less expensive and they're closer to home living in Texas the cruises that leave from Galveston are usually Carnival and Royal Caribbean, so it's easier for us to just go hop on one of those cruises. And the cost is quite drastically different. I could go take a, a Carnival cruise tomorrow and a Disney cruise, I mean, would take me a year to save up because, I mean, they are so expensive. But, I mean, in reality, you really are getting what you pay for for a Disney cruise. And so, I mean, it's always a little bit more worth it. Yeah, that's so true. How do you think it compares to our MSC cruise? Now, with MSC, we cruised with them when we took our Mediterranean cruise. And that was something that I didn't even think to check into Mediterranean cruise with Disney at the time. This was back in 2012. 
And honestly, I found a special through Groupon. <laughs> and I know that's really funny and people probably don't think about checking Groupon for travel, but it's so true. They have a whole section in Groupon for travel, whether that's you're in your own local city and you wanna find something fun to do, or maybe you, you're at your destination on one of your vacations and you wanna find tickets to a museum and it's listed in Groupon. But beyond just doing those kind of Groupons, I actually booked our whole Mediterranean cruise plus extended our cruise through a travel agency that happened to be running a Groupon and it was great. And I thought the MSC cruise experience was quite nice. Yes, it was really nice. It's just, it's like day and night if you're comparing them for to Disney. It really is. It's such a different experience and it's a different boat and it's a different atmosphere. Disney is very family oriented, whereas on MSC, you were 15 when we took the Mediterranean cruise and we did not take the other kids. It was myself and my mom, which is Topanga's grandmother. So it's three generations. It was a generational trip and we were gone for two weeks. Our cruise was only seven nights, but we extended our trip once we got to Europe. We stayed in Rome for a couple of days and Venice for a couple of days and um, Florence for a couple of days. But on the actual seven night Mediterranean cruise, it was just the three of us. So you were the youngest at 15. Yes. And how do you feel like that kind of compared for families the msc cruise to me kind of felt like an upscale like gatsby vibe kind of like it just felt really adult and like everybody dressed up really nice for the dinners every night compared to like the disney cruises and the carnival cruises i had been on and it just felt like really adult and like i was an adult on that <laughs> on that boat i felt extra special <laughs> yes no i totally could see that it was probably um a lot of retired people that were on yeah, that yeah it was and i mean even the people that we shared the dinner table with every night like they it was an like it was kind of like an older couple and, and they were coming to visit their daughter who was in college over um seas and stuff and so that's right she was, was i think she was teaching english she was there studying abroad yeah. for a semester and they were coming to visit her i actually remember that now yeah but they were like a retired couple and so but they always dressed up really nice at the dinners. It felt really fancy to me because they would come and bring our waters and like glass like containers. So it felt like really more upscale to me than Disney because Disney again I mean even though it's good for all ages it is kind of a little bit more geared towards kids in a way so it doesn't feel as like posh. I can agree with that and I do see what you're saying but on Disney it's the ship itself is fancier. And I think what it is, is on the Disney ships, they keep them so new and fresh. So they're very modern and fancy. It's like the restaurants on the Disney cruises are themed. So you might go in, you know, King Triton's fancy restaurant, like, and you feel like royalty inside it. And whenever, even if it's not the new ships, the new, even the older ships have been remodeled and renovated. So they always keep them so nice that they, the ship itself looks fancier, but the atmosphere is family friendly. Whereas you might wear a sundress to dinner. I do see what you're saying on MSC. You saw a lot of people in suits. And that wasn't always the case. Of course, like men could just wear a button-up shirt. I'm not saying you had to dress fancy, but it, it almost appeared that people took that attire a little bit more serious. They felt they felt fancier being on this trip. They acted like they were eating in five-star restaurants every night, whereas on the other cruise lines, we've noticed people feel like they're just on vacation and they dress accordingly, you know, in the sundresses, and they might dress cute. 
So I do see what you're saying. It is a little, and with most of it being retired couples and a little bit older. Now we did see kids and they did have kid areas and there was families. It just wasn't as much. Yeah. And you know, maybe I would have paid a little bit more attention to the kids count if we did have like my younger siblings like Gabby and Noah and Jagger there. Maybe I would have paid a little bit more attention. But like I swear for the life of me that I didn't see many like younger kids. Like I saw kids like my age and teenagers and stuff and maybe kids like Gabby's age and Jagger's but I swear I did not see like kids Noah's age. It could have also been the time of the year we cruised. Yeah it was in the middle of the year. I mean I did take two weeks off of school. That's right we went in the fall we went in October. That's another thing like when you are thinking about booking cruises to think about the time of the year because we booked in October to take our two weeks in Europe and we were actually told how it was going to be cool. We packed pants and boots and sweaters and we get there <laughs> and it's like 90 degrees and we oh were my God. sweating. Yes and we were so miserable. Yes. I literally I think I brought like six different beanies to wear with matching outfits. I went and bought like thigh high leather boots to wear like I I mean I was I had all these really cute like winter outfit scarves to match. Oh yes. And we get there and it's 80 degrees and we're like yeah it was 80s to 90s and it was supposed to be 60s maybe 70s sometimes you know it could be in the 50s and so we were definitely prepared for this cool we were gonna dress so cute in our fall clothing and it was definitely not i'll never forget the gondola ride where the where the guy's like this is just amazing we never experienced weather like this we're just soaking it up and we're sitting there like yeah this is so great. We were so prepared for this. I had black leather boots on one of our tours in Greece, and I like had to go sit down on some rocks because I thought I was going to melt. Yeah, I remember I saw a picture the other day from the trip, and it was of me. I have like a sweatshirt tied around my waist. I have long sleeves pushed up my arms, and I'm like smiling. I'm like, man, I know I was hot right there. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was so much fun. Now, back to just booking cruises. Most of our cruises that we have taken have actually been in the spring. I would say majority of our cruises we do take in the spring. Our Mediterranean cruise was in the fall, and we have taken a cruise in the summertime. But that's a little tricky because the summer is hurricane season. So if you're booking summer cruises, I'd be just, you know, maybe careful and watch out on that because you just never know get the travel insurance. But we've taken cruises, um, Caribbean cruises, where we've cruised to Mexico. We've taken cruises where we have cruised the Bahamas. And I just have so many destinations that I love. And honestly, that's the best reason to cruise, I think, is just being able to visit all these different destinations that maybe you wouldn't normally travel to. I completely agree. With our Mediterranean cruise, we got to visit so many different places, and it was all planned out for us, and we didn't have to worry about planning or transportation or anything like that. They took us to where we got to go. We saw the sites, and then it it set us up for maybe eventually taking a different trip and going to see specific things that we enjoyed seeing. Yeah, I agree. Like on our Mediterranean cruise, there was definitely some locations that we took an excursion to go sightsee and spend the whole day there that I'm like, okay, like I marked that off my list. It's a place I've done and I don't mind if I don't go back. But then it also gave us some places I know your favorite place. Santorini, I would go back there and spend a solid week there because it was just, it was beautiful. It is something that you 
see in pictures, but it takes your breath away when you're there. Right. And I don't know that we would have had Santorini, Greece on our list of destinations to visit if it wouldn't have been for that cruise. I would say the same thing goes for Athens. I wouldn't choose an extended stay there. I am thankful we got to go, but the town was so dirty. It was full of graffiti. I mean, there wasn't an inch of it or a building that didn't have graffiti on it. There wasn't a corner of that city that wasn't covered in trash. It was very dirty, but I am very thankful that we got to go and we got to experience the sites and stuff, but I definitely wouldn't extend my stay there. And that's the great thing about taking a cruise vacation. It opens you up to try these destinations without having to book the trip on your own. You can take an excursion aboard your cruise ship that is all planned out for you. You can see all the sites. You can get the experience that you desire, whether that's a foodie tour or sightseeing or hiking or any, you know, maybe an adventurous excursion. And then you can mark it off your list and be done with it. But if you do fall in love with the town that you see on your cruise, then that's when you can dig a little feather and plan a trip to go back at a later date and spend an extended amount of time there. So that's what I love about cruises. You get that little sample of all these different destinations. So this March, I'm taking a Disney cruise from Port Canaveral in Florida, and we are headed to the Bahamas. We'll make a stop in Nassau, and then my favorite part of Disney Disney Cruises is stopping at their private island, Castaway Key. It is so beautiful. I'm literally counting down the days. Our whole family's counting down the days, the kids and my husband. Although I think maybe me and my husband are a little bit more excited even because we just can't wait to relax on the beach. The beautiful white sands, the ocean. I'm just so ready. That's one of the things people think of cruises and you just think of the ocean and beaches. And I know on this episode, we've talked a lot about our Mediterranean cruise, which we did not enjoy swimming or beach time on those cruises. We did more of the sightseeing and more museums and those kind of excursions since we were visiting Europe in the fall. Our favorite spring cruises are always beach cruises, wouldn't you say? I think my favorite place to visit was Belize on the carnival cruise getting to zip line through there was amazing and it was my all-time favorite excursion you love adventure excursions um where i like to relax on the beach but no in all reality i'm serious i loved zip lining in belize through the rainforest and before we went zip lining we actually went cave tubing as well and everyone did that noah was only i think 10 at the time that was a really fun and interesting experience to get to take a part of. So we've talked about comparing our various cruise destinations and some of the cruise lines that we've taken and we've shared, you know, the benefits of going on a cruise of getting those nice little samples of all the different locations that you might want to eventually take extended vacations at, as well as how great they are for families and fun. But let's get real. What's your favorite part of a cruise? The food, 100%. The food on any cruise is my all-time favorite part, and it is what I look forward to the most. The all-you-can-eat meals. It's not even what some people think. They think, oh, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet style, which, yes, they do have buffet breakfasts and lunches, but there's always a restaurant that you can sit down and order as much as you want to eat off of a menu. Even at breakfast, you can choose to go to one of the restaurants that's providing 
sit-down menu ordering breakfast, or you can go to the buffet. But at dinner, you can order anything you want. The kids get steak, they get lobster, they get shrimp. And I took my niece and nephew on a cruise. Do you remember this? Cruising oh with your cousins. Gosh. And they tried escargot. Do you remember that? Um, Yes, because now while I say the food is my favorite part, that was probably he... Um, not my favorite part. <laughs> that was absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> so how old were you guys? So you and Tyler, your cousin, which is my nephew, are a year apart. And they were both the ones that just had to try it. Like when he found out that he could order anything off that menu and as much as he wanted, I will never forget there was one night at dinner, he ordered a steak and he ate it all. And he was so excited because it's just not something like, you know, normally kids order off a kid menu when you go out to eat as a family. You don't order $25 steak. So to be able to sit at this Disney cruise dinner and get a steak and then be like, can I also order chicken nuggets and french fries? Or can I also order escargot to try that? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm never going to take my kids out to a fancy restaurant and order escargot and pay for that. That's never going to happen. So it gave them this option to try something unique. And I made them all eat it. They had to eat a whole one because they ordered it. And they hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely the worst thing ever. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was disgusting. But, I mean, and that's the great thing, though, because I'm pretty sure Tyler on that trip probably ordered two meals each night because it was not only, like, the exciting experience of just being able to order two meals because, again, you're never going to a restaurant and ordering two meals, but to be able to try things that you don't get the luxury of trying because they're $25 meals and they're expensive. And it was beyond just the meals because I remember at night he was like, can we really order room service ice cream at midnight? And he ordered those Mickey <laughs> bar. Oh gosh, that was so funny. It was I, so funny. He ordered Mickey bar ice creams at midnight, room service. I'll never forget it. And it was just, he it was just like this kid in a candy store. He was so excited. Yeah, and you know, you talked about the buffet, but I mean, what people need to realize is this isn't like some Chinese buffet or like Golden Corral buffet. You're getting really nice food. So even though it's not a sit-down restaurant, you're getting like really expensive, really nice food. And it does depend on which cruise ship you're on and which cruise line. All the food does vary in levels and that's fine. Of course, we always say the Disney cruise food has always been much, much better than all the other cruises. I would say MSC's food was pretty nice as well. That could have been the location. I'm not really sure since I've only been on an MSC cruise in the Mediterranean. Their food was very sourced to be around which destination we were in. So whether it was Italian food or Greek cuisine, it was kind of I think planned out based on the destination we were at. Whereas when we're in the Bahamas on Disney, you know, you do have the lobster and the steak, but then you have some of the other dishes that kind of remind you of your destination as well. Thank you for tuning in with us this week. And if you're looking for some more resources on cruise vacation and planning, head over to theplaceswetravel.com and check out all of our information. We have one whole article on ways to save money on your cruise vacation, which is filled with lots of little goodies. And don't forget to engage with us on social media. Remember, Places We Travel IG on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. We love to get questions and comments from you guys. And if you're listening to this podcast in a blog post or on SoundCloud, head over to iTunes and subscribe. And if you're enjoying our podcast, 
please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. I'll post links to the resources that I mentioned on this podcast in the description that you can view on iTunes as well. Don't forget to tune in each week for Travel Tuesday.